I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Oboya Verto, <laughs> lacing us with some of the best jerky man has ever tasted. <laughs> you know, I don't drink, I mean, drink, I don't need that. I don't drink jerky. <laughs> yeah, I don't need jerky that often. Yeah, Doc. Yeah. This your homeboy, Teddy. Oh. AKA Teddy drag him under the table, and the table is so low. <laughs> Episode three of uh, should we be doing this? Uh, still haven't quite answered the question if we should be doing this or not, but we're doing it. Uh, my name is Reese. I'm here. Jason's here. Hey. My name is here. Hey, what's up? Najee's here. What's good? Summer's in the back. Someone say hello to the people. Hi. <laughs> um, welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. Um, again, episode three, episodes one and two have been hella fun. Doris not here today. She's out of town. Um, Mike's not here. Twins not here. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's here. Other niggas is never with us. Let me do shit. Man. It's all good, man. It's all love. It's family today. Door's still open. Yeah. Everybody come through. If you want to come, because people have been asking to come on the pod, come join us. Come drive out to Tacoma, man. Come fuck with us. Yeah, Before man. Before we start charging. No, that ass. Because we definitely <laughs> going to. That has to happen at some point. Hey, I want to come to the podcast. All right. Cash out. <laughs> S-A-W-E-S. We can do this. <laughs> Um, today's been a great day. It's, we took a week off. Um, my birthday was not, was it last week? Yeah, last Thursday. And by the time Sunday came around, we were just burnt out. Couldn't be here. I, <laughs> I fucking couldn't do it. It looked like an extravaganza. We had hella fun. It like Jeez, it. by the time Sunday came around. It was a party. Uh, what did Dora say? I got a family emergency. And I told Jason, hey man, let's just take the week off. Let's just, <laughs> we'll get back, man. I gotta, yeah, I gotta sleep. I slept probably four hours the whole weekend. Um, and I didn't see none of you guys, man, my birthday was Man, yeah. my bad. What's I, personal invites Damn, and all don't, that? Don't look at me. I'm trying to look elsewhere right now, y'all. <laughs> no, my bad. It's cool, man. We had a fucking blast Thursday. 
Uh, we did the thing at Homegirl's house, man. It was super tight. It was on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Great time. Everybody came out. It was a great vibe. Um, I completely forgot that I had booked the hotel for Friday and Saturday. Mm. And so I'm driving back home, and I get the email notification. I was like, hey, you ready to check in? And I'm like, the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so I turned around, man. I drove back to the Hyatt. Uh, luckily, I had some clothes stashed out so I can, you know, wash my clothes and okay. get get back to going. So Friday night was at the hotel. Shout out to everybody that came. Uh, we're at the Hyatt. Had a great time. Saturday night, we were still at the Hyatt. Had another great time. And it was a continuation. Man, I didn't go to sleep until 8 a.m. Wow. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah, man. Twin got up and uh, he uh, went and got us some breakfast and shit. It was a great time. But by the time I came back home, I drove back out to Tacoma. It was, and I had late checkout at 2 o'clock, so I didn't get back here until like 4. Mm. So when uh, we were talking about doing the powder and that, I was like, uh, I'm exhausted. And I just and I've been on the go all week too. You can hear my voice is not normal. Mm-hmm. I just been ripping and running and not sleeping and having insomnia and a bunch of other shit. So catches up. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, at the store, I've been at the store all week, um, managing that. So that's cool. Uh, shout out store, to my team. Yeah. Yeah, man. I saw a little bit about it, but I'm store manager finally, finally, shit. Come on now. Yeah. So and then uh, shout out to my team because they've been doing a lot. I've been still in training technically, mm-hmm. just learning all the systems. So I've been counting on them to. But I can't, I'm super anxious to, like, really get my, my hands dirty, you know? Yes. Yeah, you worked in mobile, so you know how it is. Yes. Yeah, so it's tight. Wild Wild West. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, and how was your week? Your week good? Yeah, week was phenomenal. Just arguing with people on my Facebook. Okay. <laughs> trying to quit my job in the most beautiful fashion. Just trying okay. to see if I'm going to do it professionally. I'm going to do it on some Negro <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. You got stuff in place, though, what we talked about, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, Never quit a job without having four or five lined up to quit. Okay. Let's talk about that because I know some people don't believe in that. Some people just rage quit and they're out. So as long as you got what you need, you got family though. You got wife, kids. Exactly. I got yeah. responsibilities. Can't just rage quit and leave. Right, 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 right. Every time I have rage quit, it's because I was hired at the next job. Oh, well, then you're good then. <laughs> so yeah, so it doesn't matter. Fuck these two-week notices, by the yeah. way. Two-week notices and shit. If I got my job locked up here and you're not treating me right, I don't want to be here. Well, no, 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 no. What I do, I usually turn on my two-week notice and then leave the door as soon as I hand the message in. Oh. So basically, here's my two-week notice, and they never see me again after It's that effective moment. immediately, I'm out. Yeah. You can do that, actually. I learned. I, I do. <laughs> 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 Here you go. I learned you could do it's that. my two-week notice. That's Lame. always stuck to me. You never get that same courtesy from your employer. No, nope. absolutely not. Can you give me two weeks before you fire me to just right, right, right. No, nah, they don't know. do that. They know better. Yeah, yeah, because then you, what <laughs> yeah. you do, not come in. That's the I thing. will work the hours still. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, you're not being productive. You know oh, what I'm saying? shitty meat, for Starbucks sure. Starbucks Warehouse yeah. kind of did that to a lot of us. They say, hey, we're going to be ending the department. And, ah, thank you. Yeah. And so we just all looked at each other like, uh, we're not going to have a job after that. And we're like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is done. That's it, it's over? Oh, they lost so much coffee after that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, Shit. got to sustain myself, huh? What's up, Naima? How was your week? Are we good? Man, my week has been good. And welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely. a new spot. Hey. I'm always, I love it. Every time I come, it's like you're doing more. We're adding to shit. So to me, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank I you. I respect that. But yeah, it's been a good week. I was at farm day today, so okay. being able to be out in the sun, having folks show up and support for I free. Love that. I just love the commitment, so I've been gotcha. feeling good. We got to get summer back down there, which is summertime now, so. Yeah. She could uh, have some opportunities to get down there. It's summertime. Come on. Yeah. Summertime. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, she's, I'm sure she was uh, excited to hear that she was going to be here today, so that's right. Yes, I love yeah. summer. Najee, what's up with you, man? 
How you doing? Yeah, good week. Uh, shoot, helping Naima with certain things and mm-hmm. training clients. Got a gym in Soto. Oh, congrats. Indiana Stadium. Um, next to Dream Girl Strip Club. It's funny when I say that. Nice. Really nice, nice. right next to it. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's your gym? Yeah, it's your spot? Space. So it's a warehouse. And uh-huh. I partnered with Donald Watts. Shout out to Donald Watts. Oh, man, shout out to him. Yeah, and so I got a, a weight room. And you, if you go into the warehouse, there's a court, and then up top is a weight room. Mm-hmm. So I have that space. So I'm looking forward to um, that partnership and, and just making sure the family's good. Uh, and uh, uh, my daughter, yeah. spending time with her and stuff. And... Uh, my sister, make sure she was good. Her birthday was uh, uh, yesterday, so we had a big celebration. Ooh. It was a big deal. Nice, nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, just, just uh, being with family and just trying to get things going. I close yeah. in on the property tomorrow. Hey. Oh, oh, congrats. Mm-hmm. Buying a house? Buying a house? Yeah, a condo, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, man, congratulations, bro. So I'm heavy. She knows, like, I'm heavy studying, uh, you know, properties, like real estate. Real estate, dating. real estate. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll keep going. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, no, that's tight. Yeah, bro. And, congratulations, uh, man. And congratulations to you with the space. And, oh, uh, thank you. Happy related birthday. Thank I, you, I remember the last time, I think, because I told her, I was like, I thought you said it was not doing it anymore. It's the last time. So, I, I wonder, like, what made you. Oh, we, uh, so we had to take a break. Uh, just to answer that, we had to take a break. I was uh, doing my EMT class at the time, and it was just a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. So, I had to stop for, you know, just a little bit just to make sure I gave that the attention that it needed. Because yeah. we had weekly tests. We were getting COVID tested two, three times a week. We... Uh, study had um, lecture time, you know, mm-hmm. every Wednesday for four hours, and uh, it was just a lot. It was a lot, and if you didn't, it was the type of course where if you don't study, you don't do your type of shit, you're going you to fail. fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Saturday mornings uh, from eight to five, it's like you gotta put in the work, you know. So when it came to practicals, and now we have our um, the national registry. I want to take it next month, going uh, at the end of August, before interviews and stuff like that start in September. So, like I said, bro, it took a lot. So now I'm able to do the pod still. We can get shit going, you know yeah. what I mean, once a week. But because when I do the pod, it's all I think about, you know, all week. Not even though I'll be stressing and yes. talking about the shit. Yeah, week. man. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it takes up a lot of um, my mental capacity. So had to set it down. And I had to approach it like that. Not we'll get back to it because then I start thinking about it. I had to end the course first and then say, okay, no, let's get back to doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything should have some type of finality or some type of uh, urgency when you're approaching shit. Um, we're not gonna get to that. All right, let's. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit to you real quick, real fast, on before we break into anything else. You guys got some grants for the farm. I know hey. that's been in the works for a long time. Yes. I know you and I have talked about grants for a long time. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? What happened? How did it come together? What, what is it? Man, grant writing for me is new, but I always try to encourage folks to do it. Mm-hmm. If it's the first time, you know, you're not necessarily educated in grant writing, mm-hmm. you're perfect for grant writing. Like, okay. You have a theory, you have an idea, you have a pen and pad just write it down so for me being able to apply to as many grants as we can that are in alignment Mm -hmm. with our organizing I don't like to take a lot of federal dollars so sometimes it's more um, beneficial to work with grassroots funders or folks that are you know in I guess in community or share the same principles so for me applying to these places sometimes there's anxiety you know there's Mm -hmm. of course course. is my narrative gonna fit you know your perception of a solution so being able to apply for Washington Women's, that was one of the biggest we've ever got, 100000 Congratulations. But I've applied three times. So okay. I think that even is a testament to just say, just keep on doing it. Is it a yearly thing? It's annually, yeah. They okay. offer gotcha. five grants for 100000 So to be able to be considered amongst 280 people, I think, applied. Right. And then we got that one and then followed up with another one for uh, 35, 
the other day. So yeah, to me, grant writing is amazing, mm -hmm. but also just being a nonprofit, it puts you in that vein so that right. you can receive them. So like I was telling you, oh, all of this, we're right. providing for our community. Someone else mm -hmm. can fit the bill. They've been mm -hmm. doing it for everybody else. But right, right, right. yeah, being able to just get support, um, general operating too, I think that's a, a big misconception. Some grants, you know, you have to do a program or you have to do a project. Right. Reese is buying shirts. You can only use that money on shirts. Right. Um, but this fortunately was general operating. So whatever we need, we were able to get the funding for it. So to me, general operating support is like. Yeah. Because people don't understand what it takes to run a business, much less a farm, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. Right. Because. Right? Um, even me having the limited experience that I have on the farm, mm -hmm. I don't see all the back end operating whatever for supplies and yeah. staff and you know all the stuff. It's a lot, and mm -hmm. in this climate too, a lot of farming is is we're under this condition that it's a, a for profit entity. Farming is not healing. Farming is not a, mm -hmm. a playground. So I think even me having to illustrate this idea of farming being broader than what these concepts you know try to put it in the vein as. I know that a lot of funding for health isn't trying to give money to a farm. They want to give to pharmaceuticals. They want to give to, mm -hmm. you know, they, I don't know, the they clinics. They don't look at it as health? They right. look at it as, okay. They're looking at it as commercial. It's Profit. Farming is gotcha. commercial. Oh, okay, okay. So for me, it's really like carving a new spot, but also convincing individuals that, hey, this money will go to, the, to health, right. but it's through these seeds, or it's gonna right. go to young people empowerment, but it's through our internships. So yeah, I think it's amazing when you get it, but it sucks when you don't. But yeah, right, unfortunately, yeah. We've, been, we've been winning. Because sometimes you might count on it. For oh, someone yeah. like me, I, I count on it. I put hope in a basket. I put all the eggs here, and I, I count on it. If it doesn't come through, then it's like, fuck. God damn, what do you do now? You know, so yeah, I understand. <laughs> so right now, I need all the prayer warriors out there. But yeah. we have a grant for land acquisition. We're trying to purchase the farm. Oh, um, word. It's valued at 1.2, but we wrote a grant for 900. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping if we can get that one, we'll find out end of August. Yeah, man. Ooh. But it's this astronomical amount. Like, to me, oh, I've never man. even seen right, right, right. the account that I'm looking at. So, for me, it's like, I just try to encourage everybody, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do it. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's tight, man. I know uh, Terrell Jackson, um, Catfish Corner. Mm -hmm. He was talking about, about that, like, looking at a number that's so big that you can't even really, you don't even believe it. It's just like, you don't know how to spend it. Like, that's the other part. Mm -hmm. I'm so used to saving or making sure I, you know, have enough yeah. for next week. It's like, I don't even know how to... <laughs> I don't know. Not look right. at the discount rack. No, like I'm still, you. it's tough. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing good for the community. Oh yeah, I see you look good. You're nice. Thank nice you. little boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Nah, man. I think all independent business owners, um, you know, like people are, entrepreneurship is on such a rise right now. It's mm -hmm. the craziest shit ever. It needs you know? to be. Yeah, it has to be, man. Like we all need to be able to own our whatever. You know, like for us, we need advertising dollars. You know what yes. I mean? We need somebody who can say, hey, can you run a commercial, and then we'll figure out the logistics for that. But like. Everyone here owns their business in some capacity, like mm -hmm. not you training, you know. And then for you, question for you, are you looking at, do you need grants? Is that something that, like, would benefit you, or is that something you can easily get into? Um, so for me, I don't like filling out the grants. I tell her that I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, but definitely could use, a, use right. grants. I'm under, I'm partnered with Donald, so he is a nonprofit, you know, so I'm coming yeah. in under, under him. And so the grant would be, you know, coming in, trying to get the grant through him. Right. Per se. Gotcha. So okay, like okay. Putting them on communicate because communi communication is key to doing business. So right. It would be like communicating with him, like, yo, I'm looking at this grant. You know, I'm thinking about applying for it. So are you cool with that? Can I use your name? That's how it would go, it, it, you know, in my right. situation. But it definitely could use a grant because mm -hmm. I'm using OPM. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, which is, that's damn near what I did with the property, the FHA loan. So right. Use other people's money. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So save more money in your pocket. 
Um, so definitely, I think that's a great way to navigate. Uh, and I'm learning a lot from uh, uh, Naima. You know, because then also, if you want to be an entrepreneur, like if you want to be uh, engulfed in this and part of, you know, making money on your own or whatever, you want to be around people that think like that. Of course, yeah. And you want to be uh, open to uh, listening. Yeah. You know, so that's why, you know, when Naima's doing stuff, you know, I am listening. I am like uh, just being around. Poking your head in. Being around it. So right. We'll just rub off. Yeah. You know, and then I go off and I'm just like subconsciously just doing stuff like that. Like I'm looking for a, a trainer right now telling her, this female trainer, to come work for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And figuring out how he can work for me. And then, you know, train people in the percentages and all that stuff. And athletes right. are hitting me up now to sponsor them, like Division One athletes, DMing me so I can get drafted up a contract so they can sign and wear my stuff. Yeah. So it's just like things are just starting to, to happen. And once you put your mind towards it and you – you're in, or I mean, it takes time. I mean, it's been course, a couple of years I've been trying to think like this, so it's not mm-hmm. like this just happened when I met her or whatever. But but it's like I had that mindset, then I and then all of a sudden, okay, you know, I'll say, you know, then I got put around the people that are doing it, and then it's like, okay, now it's like, okay, now I'm doing it. And then it's like, okay, now I gotta figure out how to create a system and mm-hmm. activate it mm-hmm. to actually do it for real, right? You know, because that's what my that was my thing. Like, okay, I'm, I had that mindset, but I wasn't doing it for real, right? And I don't want to look like I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to actually do it. So, being around Naima and and uh, you know other entrepreneurs, like-minded individuals, and it just rubs off on you. But, but yeah, that grant situation is definitely a great avenue to, to navigate. Hey man, we all need it, man. I'm a, um, Naima and I've been talking about this for a long time. I got to get it together to write some grants. We're not a nonprofit. Um, we're definitely for profit. Right on. We definitely want to get the money. We can have a fiscal sponsorship. Okay. Gotta cue that. Um, but yeah, fiscal sponsorship. That mm-hmm. means you have an entity, could be for profit, okay. but you have a nonprofit opportunity or offer. Mm-hmm. So maybe you guys let folks come in and do your stage equipment setup, and they're oh, young okay. people. Ah, so you're okay. doing a lot of professional development. Somebody's gotta pay for that expertise. Gotcha. So you fundraise through the grant to provide that free uh, service. Um, and if you are not the 501c3, you can always be sponsored by one. Okay. So right now, technically, Nurture Roots is sponsored by PACE, Pan-African Center of Empowerment. Mm-hmm. So they hold the license, but it allows Nurturing Roots to have a for-profit entity. If I wanted to, you know, start selling my merch and making merch, a profit yeah. and holding on to it, I can. As long as the nonprofit money that comes in, I use it for that effort. Gotcha. That it's funding. But that makes sense. Yeah, people can be for-profit. There's a lot of places. Um, there's like B Corps. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but Bed Bath & Beyond, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um they uh, basically give money to rainforests forests to help support agriculture, and then they help little villages. Really? And because they do that, they can come to the United States and sell their stuff. Really? And market it, yeah. But there's a nonprofit effort. Okay. Same thing with, you know, the NFL. They're not nonprofit anymore. It was. Anymore, but yeah. They were. Who's that? NFL. The NFL. Like two oh. years ago. They were a nonprofit? Mm-hmm. The NFL, NFL For was a nonprofit? Long time. Mm-hmm. They just ended it, but they were a nonprofit. Really? The NFL was? Yeah. That's fucking crazy to think about that. So that Pepsi is. sponsoring, uh, they get a tax write-off because uh, it's a nonprofit. But the teams were profit entities. But the league itself is Right. Got you. Okay. Right? So you can have that sub subcategory. I'm about to say, these prices are high as shit. Who the hell is getting this money? Right. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. profiting. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I appreciate that. That's And, mm-hmm. you know, black empowerment is, is amazing. Yeah. Right? One other thing. Nonprofit doesn't mean I'm not making money. Right. You know, nonprofit means at the end of the year, I'm not taking home a profit. But if, for example, I have a $200,000 budget, I want to pay myself one hundred and fifty. That's my wage. I can pay mm-hmm. myself 50000 for my org. I'm right. still a nonprofit. Right. So mm-hmm. you just 
up your capacity with whatever your budget is, but you for sure are making money. I mean, Bill and Melinda Gates. Yeah. They're huge. They're making the money somehow. Yeah. Average nonprofit directors in Washington State make 150. That's an average. What? That's a As a director? Well, you always hear the, the, the terrible sides of nonprofit people working right. there, like the people on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. You always hear like the horror stories. They're not getting paid enough. They're not yeah. being appreciated. They're not being listened to. They're not being heard. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've heard, you know, that's we know people. Yeah. Yeah, and that's everywhere, but I'm just. For them specifically, you would think that maybe it fostered a better environment. You know what I mean? Or that maybe that's just my assumption, or maybe that's my stereotyping of that. You know, I would think that you would have a. It makes sense. Depending on what your cause is, because it's always a cause. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. And you're 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 right. I, I teach at a charter school. Mm -hmm. It's not profit. Right. So, but we don't get paid the same as the teachers in Seattle schools. Right. Written school district and stuff. So, it is the cause is good because it's an anti-racist school. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's for our people. And it's in the south end, you know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, we're doing double the work. Like, we're doing the work of an administrator and a teacher combined when we should just be focused on teaching because they can do that because it's a right. nonprofit. Right, And But they make you feel good because it's like, this is for our people. Mm -hmm. So you do fall into that, you, you know, you do feel overworked, but then it's like, then you have the mindset, okay, yeah, I'm doing this for the kids, I'm doing this for my people, but then it's like, you have that, ah, I need to go look elsewhere. Uh, you know, it's just right. like that. It get, it's just like a back and forth because you want to help, but then it's like, what am I getting out of it? Because at okay. the end of the day, you do want to think about yourself. Of course, yeah. You know? We got to we gotta put ourselves at the forefront of shit just so we can make sure we get ours, you know? I hate to say it like that. Nobody wants to be greedy when it comes to these really good intention movements, you know, right. but motherfucker got to eat. You know, we've seen what happened with, um, you know, Malcolm X. And, like, if it's in someone else's name and you're mm -hmm. doing the work, it doesn't matter. No. They can snatch it right from under you, you know what I mean? So. Um, that's unfortunate. So I, I did want to talk um, switching switching gears really quick. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I've been, we've been seeing relationships. Everybody's talking about relationships. Everybody wants one. Everybody wants to be a part of one. Everybody Aww. has one. We talk about relationships all the time. When we talk about uh, non-monogamous situations, and one of the things that I saw this week was uh, this young lady said on Twitter, just don't embarrass me. Mm. Doesn't matter what happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're doing this or that. We're, we're together. I love you and all this. But if you're going to do whatever it is that you're going to do, I can't stop you. Just don't embarrass me. And I thought that was hella powerful to say. I thought it was peculiar because I've heard that a couple times. I think we all have in some capacity. If it wasn't us saying it, it was someone saying it to us. Or we heard it from a friend and, you know, we kind of gave them a side-eye look or whatever. Um, and that's what everybody's take on it, man. I just wanted to see where everybody stood with that. Just sign where do you stand with that? And a, like a relationship standpoint, I kinda, it's kind of weak to me. It's How like, so? Because, like, that's the minimum. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got to do to please you. It's just not embarrassing. <laughs> don't embarrass you. Mm. I can mm. trample all over your feelings. I can betray your trust, but I don't have to embarrass you. Yeah, I'm cool. Like, that's too weird. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. What's up? Maybe you got to. Um... You know, when I saw this. I... Have you ever said it one? You ever said that to somebody? Yes. I've said it before, too. Okay. Got you. So I'm with you. We rock it. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Definitely said it before. Um, and I think I said it in more of, in terms of, you know, guard my heart, have that consideration. Right. Not almost as, that's it, you can do it whatever you want. Of course, um, right. So I'm just thinking of it as, that is big. You know, the, the value of how this other person is portraying themselves and then how it impacts you. Right. I think that's very important. So, um, yeah, I guess it really depends on the context. But gotcha. I think that... You know, bringing any shame to any relationship is not right. Got you. We're not trying to condone anything. I'm not here. I'm, no, either, I'm not on either side of nothing. I'm not catching it all the time. Like, you're pro-cheating. I'm not pro-cheating. 
<laughs> but I get it. I'm just saying. I've done it, but I'm not. <laughs> 90%, where were you at with this? Um, for me, you know, most, most of my life, I'm talking to you real. Okay. I've been a fuckboy, so. <laughs> Define fuckboy, man. Oh, what is that? shoot. I want to know, because everybody got different definitions. I was definitions. doing my thing, you know, the females and all that. It was just, you know, I never treated no women, no women bad, but, you know, I right. just got a hell of a female. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and I've been the guy that embarrassed you know, okay. you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know what I mean? Everybody knows it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. knows her. So coming in, knowing how I used to be and then the mindset I have now, coming in to even talking to her, I already know that that's something like, uh, uh, you know, not walk on eggshells, but it's like something right. I got to be really careful. You got somebody with. to mind. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and uh, also just not wanting to hurt her, you know, or just in general. I hurt a lot of women. You know, I probably didn't see them cry, but I probably hurt them more right. than I thought. So my mindset behind that, I mean, um, uh, it just, you know, that's that's serious. I don't want to take away from any women when I say this, but I don't think these women really be as hurt as they say they are. So I mean, some, I think some, I think some, some I might just, not. I was, hey, I was I mean, I'm some from might not, but some might put on the front too. But let me, so let me say this, man, because the, the, the day and age that we live in now is we're seeing a lot of women be really vocal about everything online, right? And I'm only using social media as my my what's uh platform i guess right social media we see you know these women they're putting everything up there they're getting sympathy for everything mm -hmm. you get sympathy for everything girl we went out to i had a bad day anything bro. so it's like <laughs> but i seen this i seen the girl type that she had a bad date right she had a bad date mm -hmm. and it wasn't like the dude did anything disrespectful from what she described and it yeah. was like oh girl i'm sorry that happened to you yeah, but no, fam, she's had a bad day. What are you talking about, I bro? And it's like so you much. can feign so much, like, any, you get sympathy for anything, right? So mm -hmm. when I see that, and you say, you know, I've hurt someone, not to say, not to speak on your situations, but, man, is it, is it really the hurt, man? Is it really? Because embarrassment and hurt aren't necessarily the same thing, right? They can lead, you know, they can be synonymous at times, but it's not always the same thing. So when I see something like just don't embarrass me, for me, that automatically relinquishes uh, a lot of, power to the other person mm -hmm. you know you're automatically giving that person enough room space power over you whatever you know because and, and it's automatically assuming that they're not going to be uh monogamous mm -hmm. you're automatically assuming that now if it came after them cheating oh man okay that's different you know you caught them up with some shit and maybe most times that's where it comes from mm -hmm. like you catch them up with something or you know that they're a friendly dude or whatever it is and it's like look i know you're gonna do your thing i'm not leaving you or nothing like that but just don't embarrass me. Don't have me out. Don't have me out here looking stupid. Yeah, I hear that shit all the time. And then it's like, you know, do you just assume that I'm out here popping it and busting chicks down? Do I, you know, do you just want me to do my thing outside the house? And I, is that giving permission to do whatever? Will it help? Will you listen and not embarrass me? <clears throat> I always wonder if it's effective or not. Yeah. Is it um, no, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think cheating, cheating. You get caught. If you get caught, it is what it is. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, like, when he when he hit me more so also it was like when um, I started to see the people related to me in situations like that mm -hmm. when I was on the other like of course I did my thing right but right. I started to see like people I'm close to you know what I mean yeah. women and family or whatever and they and, and they you know their their partner was doing something then I knew you know and right. it was like I started to see that perspective that's what really got me to really like okay like, I don't like that feeling right you know, I see yeah. what women be talking about but then also like you said I agree with you said too that was a good point um, and then my man over here I think before he was like so what he said I don't like it because he, he was like uh, so what do you mean uh, 
I can go in leadership. I can still do my thing. I can still yeah. Is it do, is, it, do is that like what that it is? Too. Yeah. Because you gotta ask, right? When people say, because you're assuming that I'm out here doing my thing, right? And in my mind, you've accepted that I'm doing whatever it may be. Yeah. You've accepted the whatever, right? You can't control it. Can't stop me from doing. Just don't embarrass me. Don't bring it home. You know what I'm saying? Don't. You know what I'm saying? And uh, don't don't be I mean, don't have me out here looking stupid. But see, but and and again, I'm not sure if by nature we're supposed to be monogamous people. Monogamy is a choice, obviously. Yeah. If you if you but if you engage in a monogamous relationship and that's the understanding, stick to it. Exactly. Yeah. If you haven't come to that understanding with the person that you're rocking with, fucking with, fucking on, any relationship or whatever it is, you know that you can't hold somebody to that standard. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the just don't embarrass me comes in. Cause like, man, oh, I be out here doing my thing. It's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, nah, I've been embarrassing about it in a long time. And then another thing is like, I saw the meme and was like, yo, these women said you're out here embarrassing them, but bitch, you told everybody. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we cheated and it just, it was between us three. Nobody I knew, knew, you knew, and the girl knew, and now you told the world, and I didn't embarrass you because no one else knew. For the record, I can be embarrassed off of one person. Understood. But I hear Understood. where the elevation of the world knowing is definitely could be more harm. Like, yo, you took this to social media to try to put me on blast. I never understood the screenshots. Oh, my God. Do men say this? Have either of y'all ever had to tell the female this? What? Mm-hmm. Don't embarrass me? I mean, I mean, I heard looking stupid. That's what I said. Really? Yeah. And what was it in the vein of, like, in their attire? Was it... Nah, it was No, you're, definitely You're drinking too much? No, it was a... Uh, we're not really a thing. We're not really a couple. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not really a couple. <laughs> Guys are so... But Is people... That no, but people know that we rock. Don't right? be out here trying to pee on me. Meaning like you're trying to claim me in front of everybody. Uh, oh, no, nah, that's okay. not how I took it that's at all. That's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Not a gun shower, you guys. Okay. Even if... <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I meant like if me and the... Excuse me. <laughs> this nigga's out here wilding. No, if it's like the, me and the girl, people know that we rock, but we're not a couple, right? We're not, a, we're not exclusive or none of that. Wow. But... If you're going to be out there and you see the squad, you see my guys out there, right? Don't be popping it at the next dude and you know my guys are here and they can see you and all that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, man, keep it low. Because if I did the same thing and your girls see me, Mm -hmm. they're going to report right back to you. Yeah. It's going to go both ways. Okay. I mean, if you're doing your thing and you're out here doing whatever you're doing, I'm not trying to lay claim to you, but, again, don't have me out here looking dumb. Don't embarrass me. You know what I mean? We got people that see us both and the eyes is on us, and maybe we need to sort out our own situation. But, Mm -hmm. man, you know what's what. Yeah. And you know people talk. Right. So come on, G. Like, again, if you're doing your thing out here, keep it low, fam. Keep it low and away. Yeah, get that shit out of time. I feel that like was... that embarrassment, when you spit it like that, it's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> it's almost mm-hmm. like I can only be embarrassed if I felt embarrassed Absolutely. about it, you know? But I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yes, because you hold the power to that, of course. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like somebody could be out here wilding, bro. And that embarrassment doesn't always have to be firsthand. It could come later on down the line, you know? Yeah. It's more like now everybody knows our business. And they didn't have to know our business. Yeah. But also, women put that shit out there too much. Sorry, switching gears. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you, especially you, uh, about white allyship <laughs> and what that looks like, man. Because uh, <laughs> I got a homeboy, man, Kyle, man, APs, my guy. He has day one entertainment. Uh, he's <laughs> he's a manager, he's the owner of a label, um, and he catches a lot of flack for having black artists. You know, and uh, I don't really know where to put him within the so culture. He's white. He's white, okay. yeah, but he is a contributor to the culture, okay. um, and, and I fuck with him, and I think he stands on the right side of things a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he's not afraid to speak his mind when it comes to certain things. He speaks up for his artists, 
even when they're being like racially profiled against and stuff like that. I know, uh, you know, he's he's de- and he does his part. He really does his part, and so that was somebody somebody I would consider an ally. But like, what does that look like? You know, the conversation needs to be had about what's it look like? What are we asking for yeah. within allyship? Uh, where do we go with it? What are the boundaries? Like you like you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, and so working in the in the foreign space. Or just agriculture space? Is that how yes. you want to put it? either or. The yeah. healing space. Man, for me, I have this conversation often because a lot of our organizing does um, in some ways rely on contributions from allies. Right. Um, and so how much we invest time in building that relationship instead of it being just a, a monetary exchange. Right. I think... I've personally um, adapted a lot of ways that I originally thought, mm-hmm. I don't need the man, we're not gonna do it, right. fight the power of black. That's always you the know, thing when you start off. You know, and that's it. Right. But I realized systemically, we don't have as much leverage as we need on our own. Mm-hmm. So I find more ways to leverage um, white allyship. Gotcha. Personally at the farm, we have farm days. So I'm able to invite folks out from all different ethnic backgrounds and we put in work all together. Yep. Um, and then, we also receive donations, so you definitely can contribute. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to me lifting up um, white individuals as staff, or me gotcha. being able to, you know, lift up white movements when I do, I'm talking about sharing. Right. Like to me, I have to think about all of those in terms of okay, I don't want to necessarily elevate this, but I do want to receive it. You know, I do mm-hmm. want to stay in communication and in collaboration enough for a, a beneficial relationship. But I don't want to shift all of my efforts into now catering to right. the ally or catering to this establishment. Right, right, right. So I definitely, I feel like it's a seasonal thing, almost like in harvest. Like you have to, it depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Bill and Melinda Gates, I would definitely name drop at a panel. Mm-hmm. Monsanto, I will name drop how you go into communities of color and impact them with this hierarchical structure that usually you can foster from the ground up, give the money to the community. Africa can find their own cures. Right. We don't have to go in, right. build a facility, right. and have this, um, what is it, philanthropy, like trauma associated with it. So to me, it's like being able to go into those spaces, be that spook that sits by the door. Like I always think Ooh. about the ideology, yeah. the ideology behind actually being in partnership and then being, I guess, tokenized. I mm-hmm. think those are really close streets so for me it's really just being able to use the benefit so that it can pour into my people so being right. able to have tons of white folks show up in terrace planting all these seeds now i got free food for the people right yeah. so it's leverage but it's also a fine line sometimes that doesn't work to have white faces on so what site. is um and it, and it won't always right no. um we see we've been seeing a lot of uh i don't want to say allies but like a lot of people on social media like twitter TikTok. Mm-hmm. like these white girls who are Black Lives Matter and they're painting their faces and they're mm-hmm. doing the TikTok videos and the, all the, and it looks ridiculous, yeah. right? So then I asked, like, what are the boundaries? You know, we, uh, what boundaries do we put up? You know, like, can we, are we supposed to gatekeep? Um, you know, and then, and again, you know, what, what, are, what are the expectations? Like, is, what's mandatory for them? Mm-hmm. As they step into these spaces that we're in, yeah. you know, what's mandatory for you? Like, are you dropping your guard? You know what I mean? Are you, uh, do you need to bring something of value? You know, instead of just being a helping hand. Because yeah. we see all, all too often what happens is people hear then they think they are the movement too, mm-hmm. and that's not the yeah. case in the situation. You know, yeah. like you're not the you know you're not supposed to be the beneficiary of whatever this work is. Mm-hmm. So again, like, what are the guide? Do you have guidelines or do you have boundaries? Do you have boundaries when it comes to white allyship? Like, say, you know, in the sense of like with the gym, mm-hmm. 
do you have people like white people wanting to come and pour into the space and be a part of it? Um, I haven't had the gym that long to to see that, but in terms of like education, yeah, white white allyship, uh, it's more so seeing how far we can push them to face uh, critical questions and like critical situations and to make them really, really, really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's like a level there's like a level of comfortability comfort comfortability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a level of uncomfortability. And so um and some and, you know some white people don't wanna go past that line and they'd right. rather just sit back, start crying or you know, like trying mm-hmm. to find some white fragility, way out. Yeah, white yeah. tears. They use that yeah. a lot. They use that a lot. Of course, and, and, and especially at the school that I'm at, we make sure that that doesn't happen. Like, it's pretty much like you can't do that. It's either you face this or you're not with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, white people need just to be more open, and, mm-hmm. and and they need to be more open and ready to prepare themselves to know that you know they're going to face the truth. And if you want to face the truth, you gotta you can't run from it. You right. Sit right here. That's the thing, though. I mean, to have white people face the truth and the reality of history. I want to add. Um, yes. Sorry. Well, go ahead. I was um, wanted to say, like, I think black people we need to use our coolness mm-hmm. to promote empathy from them because I feel like a lot of times we're ready to jump their ass mm-hmm. when they don't show empathy. Mm-hmm. As right. Opposed to okay, I'm gonna benefit you're gonna benefit from this history because it's American history mm-hmm. right you keep trying to separate it but then say yeah. it together when you're benefiting mm-hmm. right so check this out this is what we're gonna do from here on out you're gonna learn your history if we're gonna be the same mm-hmm. so your history is slavery you were slave owners so stuff mm-hmm. like that like we're gonna, right and I'm not attacking you when I'm telling you this yeah. I want to but, but that's but that's how they but, feel. They feel like they're being attacked. <laughs> but yeah. that's what it, it's it's a passionate subject, mm-hmm. you know. And black people are very passionate when we talk about it. To the times where their white frigid white fragility mm-hmm. is you know dominated by that black passion. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know like we're gonna use our coolness from now on to get you on the same page, so we can all elevate. Unless you don't want to elevate, and that lets me know where you are with it because. I've never seen somebody say they have black friends but don't know their names. Mm. You know, so it's kind of, it's kind of like oh. that happens, but that happens often though. You know, like um, even at my job now, I'm the only black person in there, which is crazy. Now I'm the manager, right? Oh, I actually know there's one black dude, but you know what I'm talking about. But, you don't count. Well, no, but I don't see him. He don't work as often. Okay. He works like two days a week, so I'm really, right. you know, <laughs> no, and crazy this dude, man. Anyway, um, but yeah, so like even going in there, right? Mm-hmm. Going and showing up in this space, I'm the boss now. And even my manager is a person of color. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys gotta not say, I'm not gonna say bow down because that's not how I wanna run my ship, but you guys gotta recognize that I'm the I'm the captain. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna spend, I had to run in with one of the employees the other day. He got kind of chippy. Hey, mm-hmm. fam. <laughs> We're not doing that here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to take that attitude from you. I don't have to bow to your wife agility. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not here with the straighten up and fly right, but hey, my nigga, straighten up. Yeah, fly right. <laughs> you know, well, right. and uh, and not I'm abusing sorry. that either, because you know when we get in. Uh, I don't want us to be in positions of power and abuse that power because it's power. That passion. We never get happen. to abuse our power. <laughs> but we shouldn't be either, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but 
I understand what you're no, saying. But I hear you. Okay. No. But it, but it's but it's also like lifting other people up too. I mean, we just gotta be so cognizant of how we're treated. <laughs> Don't nobody give a shit out. All you vanilla nah. skins, shut the fuck that. up. <laughs> now, see, time for I chocolate. I had a manager. I had a manager at AT&T, and she said, uh, "My old manager. She told the white boy, anybody talking to you, white boy." Oh. Like get out the wow. get out the room, whatever. Oh, they demoted her ass. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a long time coming. I don't usually prime people's downfall, but fuck that bitch. Like I was ready for this bitch to. I was gone from the company by the time it happened. When they called me and told me you not believe what happened, so and so. I was like, yeah, yeah, I believe. They told me, yeah, 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 I believe it. Yeah, yeah nigga. It yeah, it sounded like that person. She <laughs> do that shit. But um. Dang it. But yeah, man, I just you know I'm tired of seeing all the fake. You know, fake woke, fake ally, whatever shit. It's just it's exhausting. Yeah, it's tough. It's exhausting. Definitely ask them for their resume. Where are your friends lists? Uh-huh. Um, I think that's one thing that I need to be more cognizant of. There's so many folks that hear about the project. Ooh, I want to come out and help. And I'm not doing any kind of background, kind of vetting anything. Right. Like, I'm just accepting them at face value. Yeah. So I always think about where I do need to be more cognizant of the allyship and how I'm authorizing that access. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important, man. Um, I'm try- I'm trying to hire black people right now. Mm. You know, like young black folks between the ages of like 18 and 25. Like, yo, black people first, mm-hmm. in my mind, in my opinion. Let's get us in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can start turning shit around and do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, switch gears, man. Um, I want to talk about the Candace Parker thing, but I'm waiting till my guy gets, gets here. He, he hoops, so. Uh, if nobody knows, Candace Parker is on the cover of the current uh, NBA 2K. You go, girl. No, yeah, I thought it was Luca. First, uh, there's multiple covers. Okay. Oh, no, no, there's multiple I covers. Video, yeah. I don't play video games like that. I just see Luca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't see Candace, but I seen Luca. Yeah, no, nah, there's a, um, no, she's a part on one of the covers, and it's tight. She's the first WNBA player. Um, I want to wait till I have bro on here. He he actually balls. He balled overseas, so. I'm waiting to have a more uh, in-depth conversation with him about that. But congrats to her, man. That's tight. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the league, man, for, um, you know, really running that up and supporting the WNBA like they do. It's about time. I want to talk about niggas not supporting. <laughs> niggas don't support. I got into a really uh, a really passionate discussion yesterday with a good friend of mine on Twitter about why don't people uh, support more. Mm-hmm. He was on the side that uh, nobody – People don't rock with me, so why should I rock with other people? Oh. I'm on the side that everybody deserves support. I'm rooting for everybody. If you're working mm-hmm. for it, I believe you should have it. Mm-hmm. That's the side that I'm on. Yes. And he was just like, nah, bro, I've been doing such and such for X amount of years, and niggas haven't come to me, you know, to do this thing, and now you want my support in that thing? Nah, fuck you. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's extremely toxic and an extremely entitled mindset to I'm have. Scarred. Yeah. yeah, that's gone. And it's too bad, yeah. Yeah, and they feel, you know, I, I always think that stuff like that comes from a sense of entitlement. Uh, again, mm-hmm. I'm on the side that, look, if you're working towards a bro, you you know, what can I do to help, you know, do the shit? I can't exhaust myself, but, you know, if you need me to repost a thing or yeah. flyer here or there, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Pride comes before the fall. Absolutely. Pride mm-hmm. is the devil. Mm-hmm. J. Cole. Seeing people, if ain't nobody going to help me, I ain't going to help nobody. And, and everybody's it, like, well, I guess we don't need to help you then. And see, and then it turns into a bunch of everybody not helping each other. Yep. Right? Like, I would love to have everyone I know listen to this pod every week. Mm-hmm. The reality is, it doesn't fucking happen. Right? And it's the yeah. simplest thing. you, Oh, bro, look. Subscribe. Your notifications around. Boom, it happens. You know what I mean? You listen. Carve out an hour of your day. Two hours now we're going for most times. But it would be tight. You know what I mean? You listen any day of the fucking week. It's cool. But if you don't, I can't say I counted on that support. You know what I mean? I can't say I needed you to do but it would be helpful, right? And so, don't but, take it personal. But that doesn't make me go want to not support somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, go out of your way to not support. Yeah, that's tough. And I know, you know, 
with the farm, you doing your uh, personal workouts, you know what I mean? I, you got your, you know, your trucking business, all this type of shit, man. I know people just don't support people you would think. Mm-hmm. I know for, like, for me, when I first started, like, 2015, I'm going from park to park. I had this great mix, fiber, like, this great message, you know what I'm saying? We posted yeah. stuff, post stuff, hashtag, hashtag. I felt like no, even family, nobody was supporting me. I was just like, I felt like I was on my own. Yeah. But then, uh, but I, I didn't take it as a negative. I just used that as motivation to keep going and then something clicked right in the airwaves i don't know what it was 2017 it's like it was my cousin mike actually mm-hmm. we were doing this camp with these kids and he was wearing my shirt and then, uh, mm-hmm. then slowly i started seeing other go. family members trying to asking me to get stuff and then there we go and then i started to appreciate i started to really appreciate little things like that more and now it's like connecting. It's like like there's my guy Kali that trains in Bellevue at a Maximum Sports. We did a little video together. Now it's like now I'm reaching out instead of feeling like that. I'm reaching out to other brothers that you right. know. Because out here it's like if you're a brother, you know, especially being a trainer, I see or like a coach in a way, like you, they don't connect. They don't connect to make stuff happen together. Right. It's like oh I'm doing my thing over here and I'm about to do this and then you doing your thing over here and you know like. Oh, you better think you're better than me. Oh, no. You know, and they didn't want to put you on. Right. It was like when I had a, I remember I was a coach. I was a grad assistant at Seattle U, but I'm not going to name the coach. But I was a grad assistant for the, the basketball, men's basketball team. And uh, and uh, the players want me to help. They want me to help them do development and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, we were about to play Chicago State. And the coach came up to me and was like, uh, you know, oh, I was also working with Michael Porter a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coach came up to me. And was like, oh, who do you think you are? Instead of uplifting me and coming together and helping me, knowing that I'm trying to go yeah. to the next level of coaching, he's like, who do you think you are? You think you're better than me? And uh, and uh, you think you're, you're out here training Michael Porters and all this? And, and uh, you're only going to work in the office. You're not going to be behind the bench. You're oh, no. And I was He took like, that opportunity from you? Yeah, I left after that. Oh, okay. It was kind of disrupting my grandpa's in the Hall of Fame there. And my grandma graduated from SU. Mm-hmm. So it was like, mm, you know, I just left the situation because I never had another black man, and that's another thing. Black men will put other black men down, and I've been of course. part of that. So well, I, we see that all the time. It's yeah, something that's I've not talked about as often. I've never had nobody tell me that to my face. That's like, fucking not, crazy. I've never, my intentions are always good. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I wasn't trying to be sneaky or mess up his job or anything. I was just literally, genuinely trying to develop the players that wasn't being developed. Right, and I had in my I'm like my grandpa went here, like I'm trying to make this school adult, and mm-hmm. so but I left the situation, and uh, but I, that that just reminded me like you don't us brothers like black people and together. And real quick, that's another form of support, yeah. not just like from the masses, right? Like because you got friends and family that can come to you and get trained. I've seen you train people that I know, you know what I mean, and that's always dope. Everybody can't always make it out. You just got to expect that. But for the people that can, they should support the business, mm-hmm. right? But when somebody's in that position, like where they can literally lift you yeah. up into the organization, you know, give you a hand or even just give you more opportunities. Yeah. And you're you greet that with some type of ego. Like, come on, G, that's more than not just supporting. That's now you're tearing me down. Yeah, and oh. like I always but then after that though, my attitude after I know attitude is everything. So mm-hmm. I ran into him after that. Have and you? I always show love. Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? You know what I'm saying? I and never... then it knocks them off guard, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it catches people off guard, bro, when you, you know. Should have hit them. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Just fight my man at the bench? Yeah. You know, you got to know. It's all about knowing people. That's true. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. It's all about relationships. So if I would have did one thing, 
that might have messed me up with mm-hmm. some future moves, or he would have told said something similar. Yeah, because shit like that travels, right? Especially yeah. within that industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it comes to hoop or athletics, yeah. everybody knows everybody. You know what I mean? Such a small community at times. Yeah, that could have been your uh, your out, bro. Mm-hmm. You handled that wrong. Like, I mean, when you, you didn't handle. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> 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 and if it's and if it's who I think it is, I think oh, I know. No. If it's who I think it is, that wouldn't have been a nice fight. That fight. <laughs> Now, I mean, when you're doing that, you've invited Summer to the farm multiple times. She's yes. come down. She's joined you. Yes. Um, when do you expect the support? When you, um, I mean, at this point, I'm sure you don't. But you when know, you first became really passionate about doing this and you were inviting people out, did you expect the support from folks? You know, I knew that this was like a like far left field. A mm-hmm. lot of my, you know, our scene was going out. You know, the girls that I was hanging with definitely had heels, nails on, doulets. We weren't worried about <laughs> the farm, you know, or chicken. Yeah. So. I knew that it would be something that my direct circle probably wouldn't be as invested in. Mm-hmm. And I knew that a lot of my social justice organizing friends would probably be the ones that were gotcha. going you know, through the, the mud with me. But I don't know. I look at it now as uh, when I look at support, it's almost like a currency in our, in our community. Mm-hmm. Instead of us identifying where support is almost due, like you're my brother, of course I'm going to look after you. You right. know, or right. that's that's your daughter. Of course, I'm gonna make sure she got right. some food. It's like we're well, no, I got this, and that's all I got. Like I can't, you know, right. I don't know. Right. So I think about the scarcity that because we're impacted by so much systemic oppression, we don't even have the decency to just let our guard down. Right. You know, in those ways that could make us oh, more susceptible to yeah. raising up a new coach. You don't want to be vulnerable, right? Around anybody, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and that to me is the hardest part. So I think about even farming now, where I look at. A lot of the folks that, you know, I was talking to a brother the other day. He's like, I just don't eat anything out of the ground because I just, I need oh. it to be cleaner. Like, I need to what? make sure that. <laughs> my in, boy, one of my homies. your friends today? Yeah. Spencer, practice in vegan. We had, to, no. we had to change the potatoes for this man. You can't <laughs> eat the asparagus at the house. <laughs> nah, he's a high OCD. Yeah. yeah. High OCD. Really? Yeah, and I didn't I, know until she would start talking. To that's me. crazy. And I think a lot of that is developed in us. You know, mm-hmm. as kids, you can't keep stuff out of the kid's mouth. You know, they right, want to discover right, right. everything, and that's inherent in us. I just think about, in some ways, it's like we create this mindset, and it it can. It can shelter us from love. It can prohibit us from lifting folks up, all these different things. So to me, it's like I look at it as, yeah, these folks haven't been subjected to the beauty of soil. Right. I don't see it as, dang, my best friend don't want to come to the farm again. This is five years later. Right. You know, I just see it as there's so much more I have to offer. There's so much more I have to adapt so that it can be understood and, and digested. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I look at that as, yeah, there's a lack of support, but I have so much good energy coming out. That's yeah. going to come back. And also, the support that you do have, you cling to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you got to go where you're loved. That's you know right. what I mean? You can't, I can't sit back and worry about, and I've, you guys seen me go through this the past two and a half years. Like, fam, these people over here hate me. And that's fucking fine, right? These people over here love me. Yeah. And I got to gravitate towards that. I can't worry about mm-hmm. why you hate me, how you hate me, what you're mad about, yeah. whatever. Even if I don't think that it's shit you should be mad about. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> can't focus on that, right? right. Got to shift over here, shift my focus, go to where the love is, you know, and, uh, and cultivate that. Yeah. And grow those relationships and do shit like that. So, I mean, uh-huh. again, it would be great for everybody that I know to listen to the pod. be fucking phenomenal. Come on, man, run the numbers up, you know? That's but the thing. <clears throat> did a dollar every day. Give yeah. one person, the, I mean, Susu economics is a real thing. Please go look it up, everybody. But a lot so. of communities do it, and it's like, why don't we just do that? Even with, like you said, a share. Well, because uh, you can't really trust people. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. For me, that's why I didn't jump into the joint, because I heard so many horror stories of, like, the Susu shit popping off. 
I heard, oh, it's supposed to be my turn, and your turn coming. Oh, well, no, that. Oh, I'm that talking one. about real deal. The four of us, okay, cool. Who's who we, who we pouring into today? You? Okay. Oh. You know mm. you got to pour. Because I think you. the way that it got adapted for the sake of Cash App, <laughs> it's cool, but the theory is so old. Like, this got is a you. theory that communities use. A lot of Asian communities, African communities, they pour into one person in the family, and then you have to pour into the rest of the family. Man, see... And I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I said I said something like that, and we all lived together. It was me, Che, Kellen, uh, and the yeah. kid, right? And I said, yo, I think we should do, like, a fund, right? Mm-hmm. So 100 bucks a month from everybody, right? And, you know, that pot will, you know, build up or whatever. And, like, if somebody fall on hard times or something happened to somebody, you know what I mean? Like, that money's available to you mm-hmm. right away. You know, shit happens, right? Especially if you don't manage your money well yeah. and all that. But if something comes up, like a flat tire or anything, you know, you could dip into that pot for that. Now, it never happened because everybody didn't trust each other. Well, what if... This person's doing this all the time. It's like, okay, well, you got to, obviously, there has to be some moderation to what's going on, yeah. you know. But I wanted to do that. It sounded like such a great thing at the time. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't fucking put it together. I've tried that with my sisters and my family, too. Like, yo, you guys, let's put up a certain amount of money every month, and then something happens, emergency fund. We all got kids, you know, people travel. Whatever may happen, mm-hmm. stick into that fund for that. Yeah. Start small. Yeah, like, bruh. I mean, 100 bucks a month is not big, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a scarcity mentality, and it's unfortunate. There are some communities that $100 ain't nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, and it ain't never been nothing. (laughs) To us, it's like maybe in the last 10 years, 100 (laughs) wasn't nothing. But, yeah, to me, I feel like a lot of that is like, dang, we we have so much building on the trauma so that we can just have our humanity back. Yeah. I mean, we got to heal. Everybody has to heal, man, and not assume the worst in people. Because that's the thing right now. We're just assuming the worst. Mm -hmm. Like, we go back to the don't embarrass me shit, like, Excuse me, you assume that I'm going to do the most fucked up shit in the world by you even saying that, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, everybody heal. Everybody will heal. Fuck, I mean, that's been my thing lately. Yes. We'll talk off mic. I love it. We're just <laughs> a healing guy. Yeah, it's been a healing man. Jason, what to talk about uh, bidets. I thought they were so nasty. I'm switching gears. Let's say that. I like the seriousness, and then we got to come to the shit I come like this. Just make it all... What's your issue with bidets, bro? Man, tell me people were not wiping. That 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 was that killed me when I learned that. I don't think I it's like, I don't think it's that people don't wipe. I think they use bidets as like a, you know, as a the after effect. I gotta hear. I gotta see. After means you still wipe. I'm That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm I, I'm under the assumption that people was just wetting their asshole. So who's using who's using a bidet? Have you used one? No. Have you used one? Yes. Have you used one? No. I've I used one. I used the I put water on my. You got yeah, you're, I put it up with water stop and it. I don't stop wipe. it. I'm, you're too grown. You I better get you some wipes. Shit, you, I'm smashing it. <laughs> if you you're don't smearing go get you some wipes. <laughs> so I, get that shit. I do wipe too. I do wipes too. You probably don't go get some wipes. You gotta grab that shit out of the way. Either way, he wipes. So he wipes. You're an adult. Until I see and clean, clean. You better use all the wipes until it's clean. Whole roll. That's fam. I'm telling you. Yeah. But I could use that. You could. I would have got the wipes. But day. But I could use one of those. I got you. I We're gonna get one. Yeah, I heard about it. She's been talking about it before. I've never talked about it. Yeah, she's been talking about it. Oh, you guys talked about it? We've talked about it before, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. What was your experience with a bidet? Bro, okay. So, shout out to Nat. Yeah, Natty, PhD Nat. My homeboy Nat has one. And I just went in unassuming into the restroom, like a normal restroom. Right. And there was this 
I don't know, masterpiece on the toilet. Contraption. So, yeah. <laughs> so I looked at it, kind of stepped back, um, but it had a lot of buttons. It was like, I got to remember yeah. the brand. It was an upper class one. Um, but yeah, it All had, the lower class bidets? They're definitely, I think yours was. Yes. No, this is a makeshift joint. Okay. This is post-surgery. This, yeah. Don't worry about this one. <laughs> I'm this, talking, this, yeah. we're real elevated. Uh, <laughs> is it the tushy? It might be. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if anything, it had the dial on the side. It has the, you know, the, the background cancellation. So if you need a little... Yeah. audio it had the temperature so if you want to heat up mm-hmm, the water mm-hmm. it had different it was almost like a, a watering hose it a gave you like a, a pulse um or it could give you a straight stream <laughs> a pulse fam? or a mist if you didn't need that much Kay. and then it had a dryer so mm. that elevated it wow. because it was really supposed to be eco-friendly you're not supposed to use as much tissue right. with this bidet so now did you use tissue do you know i I dadded at the end, okay. but I didn't have to. Gotcha. You know, it was out of practice, but it was a great. That's why I'm like, I'm excited about it. Bro, the days are they're fire, bro. I've you gotta, do it. you gotta do it though. Oh have you, you haven't used them? I'm scared of them because I don't know how to use them. Like I thought you. Oh you yeah, but this. Squirting the ass and then getting up. No, 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 man. There's so I, many I, different I, like. Like she said, you can adjust the oh temperature, bro, like the stream, the pressure, you but know what I'm saying? I'm on arguing with people on Facebook, and they make it seem like it's squirt their ass and just getting up. No, 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 man. You got to still dry yourself. And that's what I my, I was just like, you guys are sick. And like they were like, no, it's better than spreading boo-boo all over your ass when I you mean, wipe. And I'm like, that's not how you wipe either. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So I'm just sitting up there. So you guys are just letting it hit your ass and then getting out. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, apparently, no, the people no, out there. Okay, so I went. So I went, I used the bidet. I wiped, okay? Okay. I wiped first, mm-hmm. and I knew the thing was going to come out because I didn't want to just, you know, do that first. You did a pre-wash. Yeah, you, okay. you know what I'm saying? I wiped, and then um, then I turned the joint on. Like you so said, you can adjust the temperature you and can. the pressure. Come on. Right? And I was like, everybody need a little pressure. Yeah, don't go too hard at first. <laughs> no, no, no. But it was like. I'm not used to that. I mean, that be gentle. Jet. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be gentle with me a little bit. <laughs> a little stern still. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm trying to get this out my ass, bro. So it's like, oh I'm not feeling God, confident with the bro. soft stream. <laughs> it was a little bit harder. Come right? on. And so the stream go was a little. Oh, I had to. Okay. And I made the water too hot at first, which is like the worst experience. But then I turned down. But then. Nah, uh, almost. Okay. It was it was hot. It was, <laughs> hey, man, it was a little uncomfortable at first, but you know it was only like a ten second process. Yeah, you gotta warm. It's okay. like a jacuzzi. You, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. But it was like ten seconds. You know, what I'm saying it got me clean down there, and I take some you know a little tissue and just pat it. High five. So my shit wouldn't be wet. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. not worse than having a wet butt, bro. What it's, is the what is the bidet process? You do your mean? business. Mm-hmm. You bidet or you wipe or you wipe or bidet and then you wipe again. I, I don't know. The or you pat yourself. Some people just get up. Yeah. Some people I, just get up. Uh. It's up to you. It's up to, I mean, uh, yeah. and, it makes, and then just seeing your conversation on Facebook made me realize that people are not wiping their ass as well. <laughs> at all. And I'm sitting up here. Yeah, bro. It's cleaner than just smearing a bunch of boo-boo on your butt. I'm like, you don't do that when you wipe. Nah, and we and we we're grown now, bro. Um, we keep uh, I keep we're the wipes in the. We're supposed to be grown. You know what I mean? I we keep are. wipes in the bathroom. Bro. Yeah, we keep like wipes and in my too. backpack. Like, yeah. And if I'm at the house, if I take a shit, I'm taking a shower right after. Yeah. Like, I have to. Gotcha. Yeah. If I'm at home and I'm not taking a shit, bro, I'm jumping right in that shower. Yeah. Like, I I can't. I just, ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear it. Cause there's, there's no reason for you not to be clean. Cleanliness is a next to godliness. Yes. We got all these devils walking. <laughs> <laughs> these shitty 
wipe your ass. These shitty devils. <laughs> wipe your ass, man. But no, that's real. Like just thinking about how we're even socialized to wipe our butt in the United States. No one's told me that I needed to go get some water and clean it. Like to yeah. me, I yeah. know about wiping the front. Don't wipe. You know. Yeah. Wipe. Front so, to back. Yeah. Don't wipe right. back to front. I know that, but yeah, a lot of that realizing that. I could be so much cleaner. The U.S. With is so dirty, bro. So dirty. The U.S. is just fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, when you go other places and you kind of see, like, this is not how this has been <laughs> here. You know what I mean? When we went to Costa Rica, they brought out, like, the little bowl for us to wash our hands before we okay. ate at the table. And I'm like, yes. oh, this is tight. They're making sure we wash? Right. Yeah. They don't do this in American restaurants. Yeah, man, the U.S. fucking sucks. I'm glad to have my Third passport. Third Also, I've been carrying my passport with me everywhere because... I um, my my ID expired on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I had my passport. I got I went and got my license. I finally am a licensed driver again. Come on now. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how long it's been suspended, but it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just know I went to go get the joint, so it's cool. cool. So yeah, man, I can like thank you. I, and I really went and got it so I could I, I'm about to buy a car soon. Right, so, so it still wasn't to drive legit, ladies and gentlemen. It was not absolutely not. <laughs> just <laughs> like me, my tabs are 2015. They ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she told me I'm like. <laughs> what? I said, let me see how long I can get away with you. Know? <laughs> Woo! And that's the right. thing. God damn it. Yeah. yeah, nah. It wasn't to be, you know, legal. Not, no. Also, you know, you can't work for the fire department without a valid license. So that was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> Come on, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what? I get pulled over, fam. What you <laughs> mean? <laughs> hey, I remember um, I was with somebody. We were getting ready to drive down to Portland, and I got pulled over. Mm-hmm. No one knew my license wasn't valid. Her tabs were expired is what really happened. Ooh. And I also didn't even have my wallet on me. Mm. I was coming from the barbershop, dog. So I get pulled over and I'm sweating. I'm, oh, my bullets, dog. It's like maybe uh, noon, you know, mm. on, like a, uh, on like a Friday or Saturday. <laughs> and uh, the cop pulls me over. He's like, you know, license registration. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even have my wallet with me. He was like, well, where are you, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going home. I live right down the street. He's like, where are you coming from? Get my hair cut. You see, fresh lineup, all that. He was like, so how'd you pay for your thing? I was like, hey, bro, cash app, G. Yeah. Like, I have my phone, okay. you know, whatever. He was like, well, I just want you to know that your tabs are expired. Get them, you know, get them taken care of. Don't let it happen again. Mm-hmm. Hey, my boy, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got you, brother. He let me up out of there. I love it. Middle school. Oh, but I was sweating. Mm. Oh, my God. I made it I made it a point, like, every time I get pulled over, to call someone on, like, a uh, speakerphone or, you know what I mean, somehow I can document or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Shouldn't have to do Does that. anyone... I want to know, do white people do that? No. I don't think so. Do, are y'all afraid? They get through the mirror every time. We, we doing all that. Yeah. Bruh, sweating, for real. Literally. Yeah. That's not fair. You seen what happened to the dude in Virginia? He pulled into the gas station, the dude that was in the military. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yep. And yep. still got pulled out. Bruh, and got just completely violated, you know? For no reason. None whatsoever, just because of a cop's pride. Mm-hmm. You know, being in my EMT class, we uh, there were cops in there, so we're... I'm talking to them. Um, I got names, a great duty, work for the SPD. Uh, we were just talking about the fear that comes with the job. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying, you know, they're really fearful. It's a dangerous job. But it is a dangerous job. Like, yeah. Not even to front on that, you know. However, they increase that danger so much. Yeah, they do. Just by their mindset or their actions or their mentality about regular civilians, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man, and just hearing the way that they <laughs> talked about regular people was like, dog, this is so disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, you know, when you're in Georgetown or when you're in South Seattle, or you're in the Soto area, you know you're going to see some crackheads, you know you're going to see such and such. And I'm like, even if that's the reality. Still treat them with respect. Come on, like man. Exactly, like, dog. Like, I, you yeah, smoked bro. out, so you're going to tase them for no reason, too? Fam, like, where you just, you know, you get to the point where um, 
you dehumanize everybody, that you know? Right. And uh, it's, it's a terrible fucking thing, man. I, I fucking hate it. So when they were talking about, um, what was the thing? Defund the cops, mm-hmm. right? Something, I, I forgot what it was. Don't get me wrong because I don't want to misquote, but it was something that had to do with traffic, um, traffic lights. Mm-hmm. There was a machine that could direct traffic for you. Mm-hmm. And when they defunded the police, they got rid of it in all the departments, so the cops had to direct traffic manually. And now all the cops were super pissed off that they had to direct traffic. And it's like, bro, you're trained to do that. You can do it very easily. It's mm-hmm. nothing. You're going to be on site anyway. You know what I mean? And they were like, oh, they got $35 take- an hour to right. stick your arms out and stop. Bruh. Lord. It was crazy to hear them complain about that in class, though. Mm. Now we got to fucking do the, the grunt work. <laughs> and then it was like, I think it's like something like 20% of the police force was retiring within this year or next year. Mm-hmm. And they're look- and then a lot of people have left the police department mm-hmm. from uh, SPD. And so now they're looking for major hires. And it's like, this is the most crooked shit ever. Haven't made it cool, yeah. Don't yeah. Live. And then their pensions. Yeah. I think that's something a lot of people don't talk about is that once you're a cop, you make it past the threshold, our Sad. department is paying you forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about that is that a lot of the cops that are plaguing our community are not from our community. So that money that's is another thing. That's another thing. Somewhere. So it's something like uh, 90% of the cops don't work with don't live within where the jurisdiction is. Yeah. And that's hella crazy. That's pathetic. Because if you're, like, I'm not saying go live in Soto, right? I'm not saying that at all. But right. if you're patrolling that area, you should live close to the area and know the people, which know is a very important part. Know a few people there. Yeah. Like, know them yeah. know them intimately. Know them enough to have a respectful relationship with them, not just we see this person every time I'm on patrol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't need to be the thing. No. Um, I'm not saying go live in Georgetown. Right. But, however, you should live close so that way if you're on call or whatever, you can just get here. Because these guys are getting this money. And some of them are in the military, and they're getting that money as well. Or this person's wife works in the fire department, so now she's making ninety. You're making a hundred. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Or they're yeah. getting, and they're really running it up. Like when I was able to see, like what really was the shit within the departments, and who was getting what money, and how the money. Oh man, it's sad. I was like, dog, are you fucking kidding me again? Yeah. Your wife is in line to become a firefighter. You work for the military, so you're. Uh, I don't know if it's, is it active duty, it's not, whatever it is, but he gets called on to assignment. So you mm-hmm. get a chance to go still, get that, whatever pay that is. And you're only doing that maybe two or three times a month. And you come back here and work for the department, so you're making this money here. They're getting yeah, What? And then the like, yeah. Absolutely. And she was working, his wife was working for the military as well. Wow. Those are four, <laughs> four incomes coming in between the two of you. That's crazy. And two of them are almost 100000 a year. And I'm paying for all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. All my taxes. Yeah. Hold on a second. Like, God damn it. So yeah. it's like, man, bro, they're, they're getting to it, and they know how to work the system. Che was saying the other day, we got to play the game like the people who are cheating. Thank you. They know the rules. Yep. They know how to cheat. We got to play the game by the same. I'm telling you, man, it's fire department shit. It's Come coming. on. Come on, man. I wanted to move to Houston, but I realized I can't move to Houston to get into the department. You can't transfer down there. Wow. I'd have to reapply. So I'm like, okay, let me just sit here five, six years, get into the department, yeah. do that, make my money, and then figure out how to make that money make You're money. You're going for Seattle, right? Uh, just King County, period. Uh, it doesn't have to be. Seattle's uh, one of the most competitive. So if I could work right. on East Side or I don't want to work Gosh on. Okay. But can. just to get in, I do want to be in. Um, oh, yeah, Kim would be tight. That's where we did our training. It was down the hill. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? Damn, they wanted me at East Side. So I'm, I'm going to go mm. apply for that coming up in September and see. Come you know, well. I want to be in Skyway. That's what I really want to be. Yeah. Shout see, out to a, shout out to a Suba, man. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I want to start with the, with the Chief, Chief Hicks. We had. Multi-hour conversation. It was great. Nice. So hopefully, you put them on the pod. Yeah, more power to that. Yeah. I would love to put them on the pod. Except I think that most of our content would get me fired. <laughs> I was gonna say, yes, <laughs> deactivate his Facebook. I know I <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to make a whole new. King says that to me all the time. He's like, bro, how do you get away? He's like, you want to work for the fire department? 
with these Facebook posts? Yeah, like, you go by your middle name, which you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just deactivate it. Yeah. Good. Give me get 90 days, man. I'll be okay, back. Okay, no Twitter, nothing. Let me get. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's going to be tough for you. You're going to make it. Yeah. No, it's Never mind. Yeah. Don't put them on the pod. <laughs> nah, nah, they can't come here. No, After, they can't no. know this. <laughs> you see, I changed the name of the pod. That's the thing. That's I'm like, it's not him no more. I guess. Nah, hell no. Uh, real quick, man. I want to. Um, I want to wrap up, but I do want to cover this real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Life insurance for your children. What happens if something happens to the kid? I am not with the mother of my child. Um, you're not either. You have to. You, you're married, yeah. so you're good. So it wouldn't be a conversation for you, hopefully. But um, I came across this topic the other day as I was signing up for life support, uh, life insurance. Mm. Put myself on uh, life insurance and going to get another policy and then um, just kind of setting summer as my dependent. I think I should probably change that, though, because she's not old enough to do anything with the money if anything happened to me. You know? Shelly's right. Uh, no, not if you've got to follow the rules and When I tell you, that'd be the worst thing in the world. That would be tough. But yeah. that's what happens, right? So if your child, you guys are separated, mm-hmm. goes to the child, it would go to the parent. I think so. Okay. I think I think that's kind of how it goes. But I was saying, what happens if the uh, sometimes you, you have your kid on life, on life insurance? Because I signed somewhere for a policy. Uh, it's only like 70000 or something like that, you know? Um, and I'm not even worried about the money, so the money's not the important part. Okay. But what if something happens to the child, right? On the, it should oh, come to it? you, right? Uh, but how do you divvy that up, right? The other parent deserves something. And maybe that's an agreement that you all talk about. Like, I want to be able to do this policy so that X, you know, so that way if this happens, y'all already have this in agreement. I feel like it's a tough thing either way. I feel way. like to even broach that, though. Like, y'all signed the kid up for life insurance. Like, that sounds so shady. But it sounds responsible. It depends on who's receiving it. It of sounds course. like responsible. Of course. To me. Yeah. Like, wow, you're doing that even though, you know, I right. don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Ugh, man, I'm that's telling extra. you. Because that's a hard conversation to broach. That's hard to bring up. And then, again, you know, if there's one parent that's a custodial parent who's taking on the, the brunt of all the financial whatever, mm-hmm. you know, do they, are they entitled to more? Do you split it down the middle? You know, I don't know what I would do, dog. Right. I think middle would be okay. Yeah. And then, you know, I think so too. But I think there's people who, uh, who feel entitled to more because they've been taking more responsibility, taking care of more, you know. But that responsibility is gone once the child, unfortunately, you know? No, absolutely. I um, And again, man, it's, it's so unfortunate to say because... Uh, mm-hmm. Don't even like that energy in the air. It, uh, man, mm. I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't know what to do, bro. I don't, I don't even... It, it's, it's morbid to even think about it, you know? But I think, like you said, it is a responsible thing to do. You know, put your kid on, on, on life insurance. It is. And then, you know... Ah, man, I, just, I don't know. I don't really even know where to go with that, you know what I'm saying? Because then you have the parents who are just complete piece of shit, dead, you know, deadbeats, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Something happened to the child, you know, God forbid, and then boom, here they go. Here's half, you piece of shit. Nah. <laughs> nah. Unfortunate. I don't know, bro. I yeah. mean, for me, I think uh, if two parents are both taking care of the kid and doing what they're supposed to do as parents, yeah. yeah, it should go down a little. If you're not gotcha. talking about if you're not with with them, though. Like if my, situ- broken, my yeah. situation. Mine too. Yeah. Even though like I had to take her to court and all that stuff and fight for my daughter and right all that bullshit where I, that you know that I shouldn't have to do have to do. Um, you know, in terms of taking care of her, uh-huh. and all that she's good. Right. You know what I'm saying so. Should, there should be no argument. Clearly, right. I was taking care of you. You were taking care of her. All right, just go down the middle. Fifty fifty. I've never thought about. 
life insurance for my kid until now. Until right, but I, I'm about to put my put myself on. I'm about to do that soon because um, learning the the logistic the strategic uh, uh, moves that rich people be. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. In terms of life, life insurance, insurance is a big one. They be it's a real big thing. Yeah, fund fund themselves. They're using themselves as a bank to fund themselves right. and get the money back. So wait, 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 wait. you don't know about that. I don't. That sounds amazing. How do you? Yeah, it's another so, episode. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. What? So I got a financial advisor. Okay. So I got one little white dude, mad cool. He's cool. But then there's, I have another. Is one. he an ally? He. I'm playing. Good. We don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I keep no, the no. service though. All about systems and numbers. Come on. Of course. You yeah, I feel you. So I feel you. The brother in Atlanta, who I could get you the information. Okay. Um, from uh, one of my coworkers, he was using mad cool. It's all about relationships. But he put out this chart. And uh, he was showing me how rich white people, what rich white people do, and uh, the life insurance policies, and and over the course of the year, and how they take money from their life insurance policy to fund what they're doing instead of going to a bank to do hey. it. They just take money out of that, mm. and then the, okay. everything is coming back, back gotcha. to you. So you're loaning yourself the money, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Understood. So there's just certain moves you can do when you have your uh, life insurance, but but yeah, gotcha. you got to get mine. Um, and uh, definitely never thought about that. I don't know in my situation uh, if I would, how I would, I understand. if I would bring that up. Don't even have to be, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Keep it light, you. Keep yeah. it light, but yeah. That's and when you're co-parenting, man, bringing up money is weird. It's always weird because there's always something behind what the logic is, right? So like you and I could be having, or her and I could be having this conversation about life insurance, right? Or whatever money is on the table or things that you know need money. And it could go left so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Why do you, what's that supposed to mean? You're carrying this? It's like, come on, bro, I'm just, I'm here for this right now. Yeah. You know, it can always go left. You know, and I'm sure you've experienced a little bit of that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, not to delve into, you know, your marriage and all that, but yeah. she has kids from a different, you know, previous yeah. relationship and co-parenting is just. The jealousy is there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that helps. Man, I'm, t- oh, fucking, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, when I, I'm telling you, dog, when I made the decision to date somebody else, it was just, shit became weird. And it was like, why do these things have to be weird? We don't need all these extra whatevers, you know what I mean? Like, let's just focus on what's best for the child. Like, these things are best for the child, and these other things that you're putting on the table and we have to work around are not. Like, come the fuck on, man, but. Yeah, for me, like, it's funny you brought that up, too, because we had that conversation. I had to even talk to my matriarchs of the family, like my mom, mm-hmm. like my mom you know what I'm saying, in terms of, like, the you know, knowing, you know, you're with somebody else type thing. You know, yeah. that's another topic. Yeah, bro, and for me, bro. It's like we don't, we don't, we don't fuck with her at all. Just mm-hmm. to be plain and simple, after what she put me through, when I'm to to not let me see my kid, like right, I should, yeah, it's like my family. We just, we just keep it business. Mm-hmm. I take care of everything financially. You know, she take care of her stuff financially. If you need something, let me know. I yep, got you. I got She's you. never had to worry about anything money wise. You know, in terms of how I, even in terms of how I felt, I still put that aside. Always make sure my my daughter is good. But so I haven't. You know, it's, a, it's like, okay, do you want to keep that side to myself? Mm-hmm. You know, or do I got to say that, you know what I'm saying, that we're doing our thing and it's right. it, blah, blah. And see, it's, 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 it's really fragile, too, because it's like, I don't want to tell everything because everything's not everybody's business. Yeah. You know, so you want to go to your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, yeah. all that. You know, you feel like you should be able to do that, but also they choose sides, too. Like, that's mm-hmm. just the reality. I'm sorry, Mom. I, I was so mad at my mom for so long for making sure that Summer's mom was, like, really ingrained in certain shit. I'm like, bro, you know we're going through X, Y, Z. Why in the world are you prioritizing right. that girl to son. be here at, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just being completely transparent, when I had another girlfriend, it was hard for my girlfriend to bond with my mom mm-hmm. because this other person is still present. Now, my mom and that other person didn't really get along like that, 
but there's still no room for it and you know in my mind because this other person's still around i'm not with them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and you're and and my mom was like my, my concern is that she'll keep summer away from us mm. you ain't gotta worry about that <laughs> i got that on the wraps you know what i mean but be on my side if i'm feeling away i'm doing something side with me you know and i watched my parents and their beef so like some of my aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and i had to choose a side and those are aunts and uncles they gonna be here mm-hmm. y'all gotta do the it's a, it's sorry mom it, no, no that's it's very that's a it's mentally it, yeah it, it's it's tough it, it's tough like to be in that space and to think that way and to have these emotions and yeah things, it's definitely a critical and then you can't tell an adult what to do you know what i mean especially yeah. if it's in it's like so she would go to my parents house i can't dictate what happens in my parents house you know, can't tell you not to be there, but God damn it, don't be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, oh. My, my, my grandma, oh, my bad. No, go ahead. My, it was funny, before I got back about she picked up my daughter at four. So my grandma was like, where you at? Because you know, they want to see my daughter, too. Mm-hmm. And they know we don't fool with them like that. If you right. just keep it a beam, we don't. You right. know what I'm saying? That's how it is, and that's how it's going to be. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you got to mend that at some point in time. Message. You know, my grandma, my grandma texts me, where you at? You know, we want to yeah. come see her. And I'm like, Granny, it's 30 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Don't try to come over here. And then she over here chilling. And then we all waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this like is not that. it. Yeah, exactly. You going to come, Granny, or we gonna, you got to see her another day. Right, she right, comes, right. she gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We ain't chilling, laughing. Nah, right. because sometimes it's not like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And then we went for a while where we weren't speaking. And she just dropped somewhere off. Boom, I pick her up. Mm-hmm. Someone know to get in the car, put your stuff in the trunk, I'll help you, but we out. We ain't gotta talk like that because the respect's not there. Exactly. And I don't like you like that. I think that needs to be like That's just keep it in the <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I don't like you, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have people say like, Oh, you you don't still mess around and all that you know, they say you mess around. Oh, I you think, yeah, I think like, that's, no, 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 none of that. Like, I don't wanna do that. It's just what's good. All right, yep, peace. I'm not fucking hurt. <laughs> shit. None of that. None of that. Like, people, never happened. Can you see all the stereotypes and the shit online and you know the whole, oh, you got to be still. And it's just like, why do I have annoying. to? I do not want to do that. And this, and this, none of this is any disrespect to her. She know, you know, we're better now. I saw her yesterday, I think. Cool. And it's like, bro, you know, we can be in the same space. Be you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all that. It don't need to be lovey-dovey and all the shit. And it definitely doesn't need to be over-friendly either. Mm. Hey, I'm here, you're here. Exactly. You say something to me, I can answer your questions. You can answer mine. You know what I mean? Until we get to a better space where we can have better conversations, I mean, just leave it where it's at. Yeah. I know I'm upset still for not getting nothing for Father's Day, but that's a whole different. She had her make me a, a, like a little drawing and stuff. And I didn't, didn't get a macaroni necklace. <laughs> didn't even get a macaroni necklace. Didn't get nothing. Didn't even get a, didn't even get, you know, the trace your hand and color the show. Yeah, a little turkey. Dang it. No Thanksgiving Not a motherfucking thing. All right, man. Um, well, got one quick question. I know we're yes. over. I ain't been here. Oh, no, 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 we're not over. But Come a on. friend of mine posted, a sister, uh-huh. one of my girlfriends posted, just got a life insurance policy on my baby's dad. She's so I know it. my kids are going to be good. Now, She's I'm thinking, is that too not looking out for your kids and their well-being in case their father? Ultimately, yeah. Right? So how would y'all feel if baby's mom got got a life insurance policy? I don't. I got a life insurance policy. I have a life insurance policy. my baby's mother. <laughs> that, okay. That's how we just we just keep. Like, no, nah, because I have my own life insurance policy. Yeah, that's what I'm right on. But I just for for whatever the contribution is that you provide to them, they want to make sure that they've always got it. In no, case you're fam. Gone. No, no, because if something happens to me, regardless, you've already accepted that when we decide to have children, that you are supposed to have it. You're on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
No, no, I mean, you still have community, of course, but at the same time, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> realistically, you know, so instead of you taking out a policy, you should come to me and say, hey, I think you should take out a policy on yourself. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's better ways to go about that. I hear you. As opposed you to just, yeah, you, yeah, because then that seems devious, right? But is that not flattering? Like, you've got a policy, but you don't flattering? have to pay for it. Like, to no, no, no. 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 Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's not flattering. I'm just thinking in terms of you have a policy that mm-hmm. in case something happens to you, just like if you took it out on yourself, somebody else is going to cash out. So the fact that she's going to cash out, is that the issue? or I think so. That's an issue, too. Yeah. That's like, an issue. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's technically, it's for your babies, unless she's killing. I mean, no. she's but I mean, killing. But that's what I'm saying. No. Like, no. Or she posted it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. She, she posted for me. You know, wait, 18, 19 years. <laughs> no, my baby's twelve. Mine's about to be two. So it's, it's, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, and you know what? And again, it should be a conversation before that happens. Okay. I'm looking at it as what are you trying to say or what are you implying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also, you don't. Know. Yeah. And she could be sending up for you to get you. It's for the kids. It's for the kids, Reef. For them. But see, but even with like um, child support, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that all this money is going towards the kid. I know there's, there's always that argument that that's what's happening. But, like, in cases where people are paying 1200 a month, because that does happen for some people, mm-hmm. you're paying 1200 a month, your kids aren't daycare aged, where is this money going towards? Because yep. when I see my kids, they don't have brand new shoes every time I see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They ain't iced out. They're not going to private schools either. So what's, you know what I <laughs> mean? Where's my kids grill at? Fam. <laughs> or, I mean, I know, I know one of the homies, man. Oh. He's still paying, he pays about 1200 a month. They got three kids. Mm-hmm. And his um, former partners, I don't want to say, you know, baby's mom, they were together. Okay. But, um. <laughs> Still the baby's wait, mom, wait, but. Wait, 400 a kid? Something like that. However it works <laughs> out. He needs to be quiet. Yeah, oh. but you said he needs to be quiet? Yeah. Why? He wants his kids. He doesn't want to be, he wants to, more time with his kids. Okay. It's a court okay. order that's having him spend as little time as he is. You know what I mean? And still the 12. And you still got to pay the 12. It's like, bro, so where do I, how do I know, again, if this money's going towards my kids? You got foods. I mean, food, you know, bills in the house and all that type of stuff. And uh, that's understandable. But outside of that, fam, where's the rest of this being divvied up to? Because I can't see where that's going. I don't know that you're saving for these kids either. Mm-hmm. If you're taking care of your bills, like, aren't you an adult also? Like, And if there's a court order in place that you've agreed to, I'm going to assume that you should be taking on the brunt of whatever because you this is what you wanted for yourself. Mm-hmm. You wanted the kids as often you don't want me to have them as often. Mm-hmm. You want to be at every other be at every other weekend parent. Right. So you got it. Yeah, you got it. Of course, right? That's what I'm assuming. You got it, right? Oh, but you don't have it. You're accounting oh, on so whatever. So you need this. me. So why is it? Come on, yeah. so okay. give me my kids. And I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like and that's again, court ordered. I can't do nothing about that. If I violate the court order, now we're going back and forth. I'm in jail or whatever. You know what I mean? It's it's fucked up, man. I'm in between with that. It's fucked up. Because four hundred a kid is pretty cheap. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, twelve hundred is expensive, but got three of them. But uh, I mean, but I mean, what is cheap? What is cheap when it's unnecessary? It depends on what. What is cheap when it's unnecessary? What is cheap when it's unnecessary? Yeah, like who cares how much it is? Kids, man, that's, that's he got, he got But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if if it doesn't need to be that way, if I say, bro, I want my kids four to five days a week, what am I paying you four hundred a month for? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to spend more time yeah, with my kids to that. exactly to offset that. You know what I mean? If that's what I want, I don't want to be an every other weekend parent. Yeah. But this parenting plan that you set in place and these things that you've told the court now dictates that I can't that's what I'm be as present. You know what I mean? I do understand that. And that's what I'm saying. So when you say 400 is cheap, fam, I shouldn't be paying that shit at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't, but 
Yeah. Or I could put it into my house that they're living in with me. Right. Right. Yeah. But now I gotta buy my house and figure out this child support. And I think that's another reason, and because I kind of in the situation. I mean, I think that's another reason why, you know, the woman wouldn't let the the father see his kids as much too, because then they know they wouldn't be getting as much money over time. So they Mm -hmm. just keep that little, and that's kind of you know, in a way, I see that with my situation. In a way, it's like, okay, you you clearly see there's. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You clearly there's no reason why I shouldn't have my daughter more than I have her. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. it's like if I ask you this question straight up, what's your answer? Nothing. Right. So, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yeah. and then See? it's like I be, it's like okay, I faced you in court, and I won. I I served you, faced you in court, taught myself how to be a lawyer and all this. Go with, head up with your lawyer on top of that. So you just trying to get back at me, so you can mm-hmm. make up for the money. Spite is crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Spite is crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, it's um, a trip. And it goes both ways. I don't want to just make it seem like women are just this because men can be really spiteful too, especially when um, we feel like we have an advantage. Just people, period, you know? And then all that works to the detriment of the child and the relationship that the child can foster with whoever the adults are around, you know? They see all the shit. I remember one point someone came to me and was like, hey, I know you don't like my mom. I'm like, fuck. I mean, no, but also. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, but like, how'd you get that? You know what I mean? Like, what am I putting out? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, man, we just got to do better. We we all hate it. With me, like, recently, my daughter, she's about to be two. Yeah. Obviously, right? But, like, Congratulations. Thank you. When I drop yes, her off, mm-hmm. now, she don't talk, but, like, literally, she'll, like, stand by me and not want to go in. And Or, like, last time I dropped her off, she went in, come out, and she sat in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much saying she wanted to stay with me. That is girl, man. Like, it's, like, stuff That's like tight. that. You know, it's like you take into consideration. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's a trick. Well, let's um, let's wrap. Aww. We can do this. Shout Whatever. out to y'all being good dads. It just made me feel warm listening to oh, y'all talk you. about that. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. My man, my man over here, dads. great dad as well. Yeah, man. Absolutely. We need more. Um, Shout we out need to the dads program too. Uh, I have an uh. Good people over there. Are they for real? They help me. They taught okay. me how to serve. Really? All that. I've heard I've heard the super positives, like your story, and then I've heard the super negatives, like people didn't get help at all. I've never had to utilize it. If but you're persistent and consistent, and yeah. you know that you're serious, you show up to the meetings, which, uh-huh. you know what I mean, and you break bread with them, and, and you run it, you sit down with them, they will literally help you step by step by step. It's really? all on you. Uh, okay. If you want to make it happen, how bad you want it. No, that's tight, man. That's yeah. tight. Um, okay. Anybody got any last words? Final anything? Promotions. I'm just happy to be here. I, like, uh, I appreciate you being here. Yes. Yeah. I only just got a head coaching position. You did? Congrats, bro. Where you where you coaching at? It's a prep school, BFL prep school. Okay. So you know Paulo Benchero. Yeah. So it's a team he was on recently, but it's it's more so the kids that graduate high school. You know, they get that prep school. You're like Isaiah, then went to a prep school. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, so it's like mm-hmm. that type of deal. Oh, and congratulations, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna stay posted, man. And, uh, follow you throughout the season. That's gonna be tight. I'm anxious to see this. That's fucking amazing. Anything you got to say, brother man? Anything about bidets or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No matter if you bidet or no bidet. <laughs> Nobody. Get that bottle water. Yeah. That's hella funny. The bottle water. It's real. Bottle water in the butt. All right, get man. Ghetto man's bidet. <laughs> heat the water though. Yeah, make sure the water's heated. Right. Microwave. All right, man. We're gonna ride out. My guy Mike Capes just put out a project. It's called In Spite of. Uh, he's got this joint called Hunger with King Lee's. Shout out to Lee's, man. I ain't seen him bro in a minute. He's been international for a while now. Come home, nigga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to play this joint up on Cape's new project in spite of.
make me a move. I gotta make me a play. I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. I gotta make me a move. I gotta make me a play. I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. Look, how did that Mulan stupid amount? I need whatever gon' boost my account. Yeah. I need that Mulan stupid amount. Yeah. I need whatever gon' boost my account. I grew around Travis and niggas who went after master degrees. Gave me some balance, but all of the madness put savage in me. Shit is a blessing. I grew up and turned out the man that I am. Turbulence hit me, but somehow a nigga still managed to land. I put the weight of the world on my shoulders. Yeah. I got some standards that I never lowered. I'm on a mission and coming for mine. Shout out to hustle, I'm stuck on my grind. Second to none, I'm one of a kind. I had to struggle and hustle for mine. I had to cut to the front of the line. I done went broke like a number of times. Stuck in my way, stubborn as fuck when it come to my goals. The hunger remains. That's how they sold if it come with a chain. I want the money, don't fuck with the fame. Give me the love, I take it and pay. But wanna do business and pay for my labor. I'm independent, ain't chasing no label. I know the work that I bring to the table. Huh? Can't pay no light bills and no lights, nigga. Huh? Can't pay no mortgage off with no hype, nigga. I gotta make me a move. I gotta make me a play. I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. I gotta make me a move. I gotta make me a play. I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. Look, how did that Mulan stupid amount? I need whatever gon' boost my account. Yeah. I need that Mulan stupid amount. Yeah. I need whatever gon' boost my account. I can't be no starving artist. I need 10 car garages. Had my motivation on 10. I seen Mac 10 riding Harleys. Bring all your friends, they all menaging. I provided all the lodging. Low key at the Airbnb. Them hoes in there with me and Tree. You hear my show was overseas. Desert Eagle every time he leave. And get evil in a time of need. Niggas think they dying from disease. Hell nah, I ain't never fell off. I'ma do it to him till I'm well off. If the rap game ain't making change, I'ma find something else to sell y'all. In the jail cell, that was for Saw and them piggies held everything he bought Could have had a search warrant for the rest Could he kept everything in the vault When I go shopping, I don't hit the mall If they get it popping, I'ma get the call If you seem lazy, know I got the Yeezys Having every season looking like the fall I take a trip to Sierra Leone I'm from a place where they rarely get on They speaking Arabic, giving me blessings Think I'm a terrorist when I get home Cause I got a passport And that's a whole different feeling when them people ask for it And writing my wrongs, Quran on my dashboard King Liz I gotta make me a move I gotta make me a play I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. I gotta make me a move. I gotta make me a play. I gotta get to the money. I gotta make me a way. Look, how did that Mulan stupid amount? I need whatever gon' boost my account. I need that Mulan stupid amount. I need whatever gon' boost my account. I gotta make me a move. I, I, I gotta make me a play. I, I, I gotta get to the money. I, I, I gotta make me a way.